Welcome to Wannabe Clutter Free, formerly Wannabe Minimalist, the podcast for busy families who are tired of the chaos, fed up with being overwhelmed, and ready to enjoy life again. Each week, we talk about how to let go of the clutter so that you can focus on the things that actually matter. And it's not just physical clutter. We talk about the mental and emotional stuff too, because if it's holding you back, it's time to ditch it. I share what I've done in my own life to declutter, organize, and calm the chaos, but you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's practical, doable, and simple for those of us that want to be clutter-free. You know how life doesn't stick to a schedule? Well, why should your paycheck? That's where Earn In comes in. It's an app that lets you access the money you've earned right when you need it, not just on payday. Imagine this, your dog suddenly needs a vet or your kid has a little accident and needs a dentist, ASAP. We've been there and waiting for your payday in those situations just doesn't make sense and it adds unnecessary stress. With EarnIn, you can pull up to $100 per day or up to $750 each pay period directly from your earnings without the crazy fees or interest rates. It's super simple. Download the EarnIn app, verify your paycheck, and get access to your earnings as you earn them. You decide what to tip, and whatever you use gets settled on your next payday. More than 3.5 million users are finding relief and a sense of security with EarnIn, calling it a lifeline for financial stability. That peace of mind, it's priceless, and it could be yours. Ready to give it a try? Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Clutter under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help out the show. That's Clutter under Podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. You're listening to Wannabe Clutter-Free, formerly Wannabe Minimalist, with Deanna Yates, episode number 156. On today's episode, I'm talking about how we keep decluttering simple in the summer so that we can make progress on the stuff, but still focus on the fun of these longer, sun-filled days. Well, hello again, my wannabe clutter-free friend. I am so happy that you are here with me today. We are going to be chatting about decluttering in the summer. I know spring cleaning gets all the attention, and I totally get it. After hunkering down in the winter months, so many of us are ready to shed the excess kind of just get off of that cozy stuff and start fresh in the spring, right? The flowers are out, the birds are chirping, and we just want to start fresh. And also, summer can be really hot. I know I live in San Diego now, so I know you're listening to me going, come on, how does she know? But I have lived in Texas in the summer, so I do get it. And that is why the process I'm going to be talking about today focuses on the simplicity. So you know me, I am not a fan of huge all-day decluttering sessions. So this will be all about how you can make significant progress quickly and get back to making memories and having fun. But before we get too far into today, I want to say thank you for joining me and listening to the show today. If you're returning, well, welcome back. As always, I am so excited you're here, and I am honored to have you, truly honored. And if this is your first time here, well then, welcome to the show. This show is for you, and my hope is that it will help you take action in your home and your life, because you can listen to all of the decluttering and organization advice that you want, but until you implement the things that you hear and you take action, absolutely nothing is going to change. And that brings me to a little quick favor I want to ask of you. 
If you like this episode or it encourages you to take action in your life, can you please take a moment and give it a rating on whatever app you are using right now to listen to this show? And if you're on Spotify, you can actually leave a comment on this episode, kind of like a blog post. Or if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review for the overall show. And those comments and reviews, they help me know what you like so that I can bring you more of that content. And honestly, they just make my day and I really love reading them. So it also helps others find this podcast so that I can hopefully help them on their journeys of decluttering and organizing and taking action in their lives too. Okay. Enough of the lead up, let's get back to why you are here today. We are going to be talking about decluttering in the summer. And make sure you check out the show notes for today. You can find those at wannabeclutterfree.com slash 156. Again, my website is wannabeclutterfree.com forward slash the number 156. Okay, so summer is often when we get the big things out in the garage. And so that's why it is a perfect opportunity to go through it and declutter. And it's also when the kids are out of school for a big break here in the U.S. So it's kind of like New Year's 2.0, right? You have this fresh start. And anytime there is a fresh start or a big change, there is a desire to create a sense of order. And so I want us to use that energy as momentum to make progress. And so there are a few things that I like to do in the summer to make our life run more smoothly. Because when things are running well, it frees me up to tackle the bigger projects so that we can declutter even when we don't really feel like having these big sessions. We can still get through all of those things and do a declutter. And so I like to set up simple systems, right? You've heard me talk about simple systems. And I think when we set our environment up to run smoothly, it makes us, it makes it much easier to see the areas where they're not running smoothly, right? And we can Focus on how we want to be living our lives. What are the things we really want to be doing? And really lean into those things that just make our lives easier, make them better, make us happier, and not really focus on those things that kind of drag us down. And once we focus on those good things, it makes it easier to say like, oh, I don't actually need that stuff. I don't need to save save stuff for rainy days. I don't need to save stuff just in case because I'm already living this really awesome life over here. Why in the world would I want to save for a just-in-case mediocre moment, right? So we are working on the good stuff. And so one of the ways I like to focus on the good stuff is to have a go bag. So we have lots of different go bags in our house. And no, this is not like a bug out bag. It's not like born identity. We're not like leaving the country, although it would be pretty awesome to have one of those set up too. (laughs) If you do live in an international spy kind of a movie. But this bag is really one that just helps you get out of your house and go and have fun. Because if you're anything like me, the actual process of getting everyone ready, getting out the door, you know, that right there is a big enough hurdle sometimes that I just don't even want to try. So if I have to put in too much effort to think about where we're going or what we're going to do, put, you know, put effort into the plan and then put effort into getting everything ready, and it takes several hours to do that, well, it's just kind of like I'm defeating myself in the beginning. So I like to just have a little bit of moments, prep, and that is where this go bag comes in. And so we have a few different ones, and each one is really customized to its dedicated activity. So for instance, one of our favorite ones is we have a beach go bag, and the weather in California has not been great. In fact, my sister was just here, and she said that San Diego was the cloudiest city 
in the month of May in all of the contiguous United States, right? So the lower 48, it was the cloudiest city. Are you kidding me? Like we have not been to the beach in forever. So getting the go bag, I, you know, we're getting it out, we're getting it ready because we start up junior guards next week. And so we're going to be at the beach a lot more. Summer's here. We got out of school and we've got a week to prepare and we're going to be at the beach a lot. So I need to get my go bag uh, ready for the beach. And they're wonderful. So this is the bag that I do pack and get ready and I repack it every time. And this way, I don't have to think about what to pack before we head out. And I simply just grab the bag and we can go. So it has taken out all of that prep work for actually packing to go. And it makes it easier. So we just have to make the one decision of where we're going to go that day. So let's talk about what we have in our go bag. In our beach bag, we have two beach towels, a sheet to sit on, sunblock, hats, a wet bag. So if we are changing out of a bathing suit at the end of the day, we have a place to put it. Hand sanitizer, wipes, sand toys. And now our sand toys have been whittled down a lot. Right now we just have a big shovel. We have a collapsible bucket. And those really suffice for us because we spend a lot of time in the water. Um, but we do still like to dig in the sand and make castles and things like that. I have a mini first aid kit because you never know. And I have lip balm. So I know that's not everything we need at the beach, but it is all of that non-perishable stuff. So when we actually go to the beach, I only have to grab snacks, water bottles, and make sure we have our sunglasses on. Of course, we're already wearing our bathing suits because we're going to the beach. So those kinds of things are not going to be in the bag. But only having to remember these three things is so much easier than running around the house and making sure we have all of the things we need. Because again, more hurdles equal less action. Plus, when you put together a go bag, it's much easier for you to see what's left over, right? And so that is our guiding principle when it comes to summer decluttering. Remember how I talked at the beginning? We are focusing on the things that jazz us up. We're focusing on the good life that we want to be living. That is our go bag. Our go bag is the things that we want, that we need, that make our life easier. And that's the exciting part. And then anything that doesn't make it in that go bag, you can kind of look at it and go, oh, do I actually need that thing? And it's much easier to make that decision. And we're going to head that way in a minute. But before we get there, I do want to review a couple other go bag ideas that you might have. Now, I know I normally talk about having less. So we're going to get there. We're going to talk about that decluttering in a second. But first, I want to talk a little bit about having more. So I like having a go bag for any activity that we do in the summer, something that we do regularly. So you might have a go bag for hiking. You might have one for picnicking. You might have one if you go spend a lot of time at the library. And we've done that a lot in the past. You might have one if you go to the pool. That was us last year. We spent a lot of time at the pool prepping for getting into junior lifeguards. You might have one for a sport that your kids are into. So we now have a go bag for softball, right? It has all of the gear for softball. So instead of having to, when we have a game or we have a practice, spending 15, 20 minutes putting stuff together, it's already there. Like we just grab it, pop it in the car. Everything we need is there. Makes it so much easier. And you might have one if you go to the summer movies. We have that program here where the movies are cheaper one day a week. And so it's a really nice way to be able to go see a movie, kind of cool off because we don't have air conditioning in our house. So being able to go sit in a cool movie theater is really nice. And so you might have a go bag for whatever that is. And in there, I'm going to have a little sweater that we wouldn't normally grab. I will kind of stock up on candy and then we don't generally finish a full thing of candy, so I just leave it in there. We have it the next time we go to the movie theater. Don't tell them I'm bringing candy. Okay, 
<laughs> I don't think I'm the only one. But anyway, these go bags are completely up to you. It's based on your preferences, your activities, whatever it is that your family wants to do. I want you to think about that. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But like I said, we used to have a pool bag and a beach bag, you know, two of them last year. I know they're somewhat similar. They're both water oriented, but the pool and the beach for us are very different. I don't want to get all the sand in my pool stuff and vice versa. So we were practicing. We're spending a lot of time at the pool. This year, we don't have to spend that prep time at the pool because we already got into junior guards. So our pool bag is not going to be as important to us. I probably won't have that set up this summer because we're just going to spend it at the beach. And I want to point out that that is totally fine. Some activities are going to come and go. The idea is that we're trying to make your regular activities easier. We want to free up your mental space for other things. Life is life where it just it comes and goes and we want to be prepared for whatever we are into in this season of life. That's why I always ask that of my guests. What's making you happy right now in this season of your life? Because things change, right? We grow up, we have different likes, our tastes change. We maybe we get exposed to something we didn't know about before. And so anyway, we just need to take that with a grain of salt and be like, okay, you know what? I was really into that last year. Are we into it this year? No, we're not. Okay, let's, what are we gonna do instead? Okay, let's take action on it. Before we move on, I wanna make sure that you are taking action. Let's figure out how we can use this in our lives. So I want you to think about all of the summer activities that you do on a regular basis. If you want to take it to the next level, the better thing to do is actually do a true brainstorm on this. I want you to write it down. I want you to think about all the things you could do this summer, all the things that you think your family wants to do, and just start writing them down. You know, do you spend a lot of time at the park? Are you going to go to a museum a lot? Maybe there's a new children's museum or you're in the stage of life where, you know, an interactive children's museum is really where you want to be. How about the pool or the beach? Is there a weekly farmer's market that you frequent? I mean, there was a really great one in Des Moines when we lived in Des Moines. We would go and that was like our Saturday excursion. So there was definitely things we needed. We wanted the, you know, the, I can't even think of what it is at the moment, the wagon, right? For the kids to be able to, you know, kind of ride in that. We had the different produce bags we had. So all of those things that went around that farmer's market were things we would put in our quote unquote go bag. Now it doesn't necessarily have to be a bag. If it's the wagon and you keep all the stuff in there, that's fine too. Just a place to put it. But I like the go bag idea because it's just easy to grab and go. Um, And so just think about what are the activities that you and your family gravitate toward and that you enjoy doing. And then I want you to think about the items that you need for those activities. And it is totally okay if those activities need some of the same items. So when that happens, you can either share the same go bag and that works. That's great. Or maybe you discover that there are some core items that you need for your activities. So for instance, say you keep writing down that you need sunblock, wipes, lip balm, and hair ties, right? Those are very common things that we always keep with us. Instead of buying multiples of these things, maybe you can put them all in a smaller bag and then that bag gets transferred to your activity go bags, right? So that makes it really easy. Maybe you get one of those like um, reusable Ziploc bags and all of that stuff goes in there and then you just pick it up and you put it in whatever bag you're taking that day. That makes it really simple. So hopefully after that activity, you will be feeling better and more prepared for the summer fun that you have planned this year. And once we have that mental space freed up and we have a little more time, now we can start to tackle our summer decluttering, okay? Because again, we're focusing on systems that we can have in place. We're not having to do this giant declutter. We're not having to focus on the stuff that we don't want. We get to focus on what we do want. 
I also want to point out that you have now also planned out the stuff that you really need this summer, right? Again, we're focusing on the stuff we want. So if after brainstorming the activities that you like to do, making a list of the items you need to do those things and creating go bags, there's stuff left over, it will be much easier for you to see what stuff is actually needed and what stuff can go. So on top of all the hassle go bags save you on a daily basis, can you also see how they help you live a more clutter-free life? It's not about getting rid of all your stuff for the sake of having less stuff. It's about keeping the stuff that's important to you that makes your everyday life easier and then letting go of the stuff that just gets in the way of that life that you want. So the first thing you have to do is create those go bags. The second thing to do for summer decluttering is to look at the seasonal stuff and decide what did and did not get used. So I want to break that down to make it a little bit easier. This podcast is supported by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. We've been using Active Skin Repair for a few months now, and I am seriously impressed. They use a molecule called hypochlorous acid, which is pretty much a superhero in skincare. It mimics your body's own immune response, helping to cleanse, soothe, and reduce inflammation to support the natural healing process. And let me tell you, it works for more than just scraped knees. Whether it's sunburns, rashes, or even more persistent issues like eczema or acne, Active Skin Repair has got you covered. The best part? It's totally safe and non-toxic. That means it's gentle enough for every skin type, from the little ones to grandma and everyone in between, making it the go-to for everyone in the family. I scraped my knuckle the other day while doing laundry, and my first thought was to grab the Active Skin Repair because one, it doesn't sting like other products, and two, I knew it would help me heal faster. So if you're looking for a natural, effective way to handle boo-boos, check out Active Skin Repair. And because you're a listener, you can get 20% off your order. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair. And to get 20% off your order, use code CLUTTERFREE. Again, that's ActiveSkinRepair.com and use code CLUTTERFREE to get 20% off your order. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. Okay, so we are decluttering seasonal stuff. Yes, I know this can feel big, but I want you to make some mental shifts here so that it is easier. First, I want you to remember that time is not kind to our things. And what this means is that over time, our things will degrade, they will break down, they will become unusable, especially when things get left in a hot garage or a dank basement. If something is not being used and it is just being stored, there is a high probability that it will no longer be in the condition you expect it to be in when you finally do go look at it again. And this is just something for us to be aware of 
so that when we are saving these things for just-in-case moments, that we understand that there is a high probability that even if we think of this thing when we are in the heat of the moment and we think, oh, I do have that thing, one, are you going to be able to find it when you actually want it? And two, is it going to be in the condition that you want it to be in when you do need it? So again, just that's a slight mental shift I want us to make, that things are not going to probably be in the, the state we want them to be in. Second, I want you to remember that you live in a home, not a storage unit, a museum, or a time capsule. This is a space. Your home is a space where life happens. You raise children to go out into the world and make a life of their own. You grow with your spouse and you nurture that relationship. You host parties and gatherings so that you can enjoy time with your friends. All of those things that I just mentioned were about the relationships that are important in your life. And I believe that when we talk about the things that truly matter in our lives, that's what we think of. The people, our relationships, the love we have between other people. And that brings me to my third point, which is that stuff is just a tool to help us build the relationships that are the most important in our lives. We have toys so that we can play with our kids and strengthen our relationship with them. We have the go bags and the things in them so that we can go out and have fun with our family and friends. The time and those memories are what we are after, not the actual physical thing. The thing is the tool that helps us in life. And so I want you to bring these three mental shifts with you as you are decluttering through your summer belongings and any other belongings in your house, but we're focusing on our summer things. And because I promised I would share with you the one thing that we do to make summer decluttering easier in our home, here it is. I have created in our garage, I've set up bins for different activities. So each activity we do, kind of this main category, gets its own bin. So we have outdoor play on land. And this is going to be things like sidewalk chalk, frisbees, soccer balls, games, any, you know, if we have um, it's helmets for our daughter's skateboard. The skateboard, unfortunately, doesn't fit in a bin, but that's off to the side. Um, things like that. That's in outdoor play on land. Then I have outdoor play in the water. It says swimming toys, deflated floaties, um, goggles, kickboard, things like that. Again, things that we use to play in the water. We have our snow stuff. So that's going to be our ski and snowboard gear. We have stuff for the car, you know, cleaning the car and things like that. We have an electronics bin. We have a recently added sports bin that's got our softball and tennis stuff in it. I don't have the soccer ball in here because, again, we don't do a recreational sports team soccer. The soccer is just for us to play in the backyard. So it's not really in the same category. This is more organized sports that we do. And so because I have these all set up in the bins and I use that container method of if it doesn't fit in this bin, I have to really evaluate whether we want it in our life and I'm going to need to get a second bin and do I want to get a second bin? So there has been a lot of process that has gone into these bins. I get that. And if you haven't done that yet, that's maybe your first step. But also, it's going to just help you as you're looking through your stuff to kind of see what our process is like. And I continue to declutter on a regular basis because we can easily go through these bins. And what happens is I go through them at the beginning of the season and the end of the season. We get out things that we're going to play with and maybe we bring them into our home. And then as I'm bringing things back in, that's when I get to look in the bin and say, oh, there's still stuff in here and we didn't use it. And I went through this whole season. And so now it's going to be an entire nine months again, maybe, before I get to go through this bin again. Do I really want to keep these things? 
are they going to keep for the next nine months? Is this worth having in our life? And so that makes it really simple to then go back through and declutter these things just as we are going through life. Okay, so that's the one thing we do. But if you're not there yet, what I want you to do is just start thinking about it. As you go through and you get out your summer stuff and you're going through your garage and you're getting out the bikes and you're getting out the the roller skates and the rollerblades and the skateboards and the scooters and the paddle boards and the surfboards, and I'm thinking about all the different kinds of things we've had in our life, think, you know, is this something that I want to continue doing? And if by the end of this season, maybe you put this on yourself, you say, okay, I'm not going to declutter right now. I'm going to just look at the summer now as a whole, and I'm going to say, okay, here's all the summer stuff we have. If by the end of the season, when the kids go back to school, or maybe like our daughter goes back to school like mid-August, and that's when the weather finally gets nice here. So (laughs) we're going to, you know, end up doing more water stuff on those weekends, probably through October. Um, So if by the end of October, I haven't used this stuff that is the warm weather stuff, that is the nice weather stuff, that is the beach stuff, the pool stuff, the lake stuff, the being outside more stuff. If by the end of October, I haven't used it, I will look at really sitting with myself and saying, do I actually need this thing? And the answer is likely going to be no, because over time, again, that stuff is not going to last over time when it's exposed to the elements. In my area, we're going to have the salt water, right? So in addition to dealing with, um, you know, the, the hot weather, humid weather, cold weather, we're going to have salt here. We have, you know, termites are an issue in California and Florida. So if you have those, you know, different bug issues, you got to think about that. Is our stuff really going to last the test of time if I'm not using it when it should be used, where it should be used, and things like that? So really, this is where it comes in. If we're using it, fantastic. Keep it. It's making your family happy. You're making those memories. You're using that thing as a tool. If you are not using it, it is just a storage, right? You're just using that space as storage mentally, physically, and emotionally. It's draining your energy away. And maybe we need to think about not doing that. So if at the end of the summer, let's go back to those bins because I have talked about garage storage and I will link to the episode where I think I've talked about that before. I really recommend storing your things with other like things. This is not new in the decluttering and organizing space. Put your like things together. It's definitely one of those rules that is there for a reason. It's because you know where to look when you want those actual things. And um, so as you are getting out your summer stuff, try to make a place where you're going to keep your summer stuff going forward if you don't have that already, right? This is how we can start to make these small incremental changes that are going to add up to big shifts in our life. Because next summer, when summer is here, you're not going to have to go through everything in your garage to find it. And so if you can start being really intentional on these everyday changes, you will start to see the progress and it will add up over time. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to look in your garage. If you don't have it set up and already categorized, that's going to be one of the things you do. You're going to set up your go bags because that's going to help you in your everyday life. You're going to have a lot more fun this summer. When you don't have to worry about packing every single time you leave the house, it's going to make it easier to get out of the house. You're going to be in a better mood and thus you're going to have more fun. Thus your kids are going to have more fun. 
Okay, so that's number one. Definitely get those go bags going. Then number two is as you get stuff out, try to create a home for it so that it has a place to go back to. If you pull something out and you think, oh my gosh, we haven't used this in two years, three years, five years, 10 years, it's time to let it go because you're not gonna start using it now. Things degrade over time. And if you really wanted to use it, you would be using it, but you're not using it, so let it go. And then finally, once you can start to whittle these things down, you can then start to have different bins. You're gonna do this for your summer stuff, then you're gonna do it for your fall stuff, then you're gonna do it for your winter stuff. If you've never done it before and you're starting from scratch, then you can go back into your spring stuff. And then by the time you get back to the next season, it's gonna be easier for you to then go through that stuff again and say, oh, look at, oh, great, we use, do use this stuff or, oh, we didn't use that stuff last year or the year before or look what I found when I was doing my other stuff. And then you can decide whether you wanna keep it or not. And that is how you can declutter your summer stuff without having to do a giant, huge, all day in the garage declutter session which none of us want to do, especially in the heat of summer. And so with that, I want to turn to you. I want to know what you think of the go bag idea. Do you do this? Do you think it could make decluttering easier for you? And then what activities do you want to have bags ready for? What are the things that you do in the summer? I would love to know. Uh, maybe you'll give me some more ideas. I absolutely love hearing your thoughts and your comments. So please come on over and share them with me. You can share them on Instagram. You can either comment on the post for this week's podcast, or you can send me a DM. I am at wannabe clutter free on the social platforms, or come on over to the wannabe minimalist family group on Facebook and share in the community there. I would love to have a chat with you. And like I said, some of my favorite ways to learn is by hearing what you thought about the episode or what you do in your own life. And as always, I will have links to additional resources on my website at wannabeclutterfree.com slash 156. Again, that's wannabeclutterfree.com forward slash the number 156. And with that, I hope you have a fantastic day. I will see you back here next week for a guest interview with Dr. Mina. She is a dermatologist talking to us about how we can have a minimal skincare routine and still reap all the benefits and rewards and results that we want. So if you have ever struggled with knowing what skincare stuff you actually need, what products you should actually be using, well, tune in next week because our conversation is interesting and very enlightening, and so you will not want to miss it. I'm Deanna Yates, and you've been listening to Wanna Be Clutter Free formerly wannabe minimalist. I'll see you next week. Cheers. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, 
you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.